Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for that super dope chick on social media. The one that claims to be thick in all the right places, but she only posts selfies from the shoulders up. Mm-hmm. And this is Jaren. And this is TJ. And there's a lot of them out there, bro. There's a lot of ladies out there who want to be in the thick club. They want to be in the the, the the banging body club. They got they got slim thick now. That's a that's a new thing, right? Slim thick, yeah. right? Skinny thick, slim thick, yeah. But um, what, but how about that phrase "thick in the right places"? That don't even exist anymore, right? Like that phrase, like nobody has to use that. No, anymore, do they? nobody says that anymore. That's that's a black planet phrase. Yeah, phrase. that's because you know they can get away with not having pictures, so they have to describe themselves. So they'll be like five foot five, and they'll have green eyes, and they got shoulder length hair, and yep. they was thick in the right places. Yeah, which was yeah. normally code for. They were shaped like a refrigerator. <laughs> or they could be shaped like an egg, right? They right. could be shaped like an egg, egg shape. Basically, it was called for them being bad built. No, you know what, though? Look, the OG Robert Greene, that's one of the laws of power is to be vague. And they were vague. Thick in the right places gives the, the, the person on the other end the opportunity to imagine what that right place is. Maybe people like somebody that got a thick head. Maybe people like somebody that got thick arms or thick legs or thick feet. I don't know. But it leaves you to fill in the blank. Thick in the right places. But see, that was kind of like false advertisement, I feel, though. Like, yeah, it it, it allowed you to use your imagination. But for um, what was then, what, a 19-year-old black man, thick in the right places definitely wasn't thick in the arms. <laughs> or thick in the neck you know what I'm saying <laughs> like for me and actually I was thinking like my my definition of thick has changed over the years so I remember first acknowledging somebody as thick being thick it was like in middle school that was the first time actually it was like for me it was like the first or second day of middle school I remember being on the bus and seeing a girl <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there this chick Renisha Hicks yep. it was the first girl that I saw and said damn she thick that's what I that's what I thought right so <laughs> but looking back on somebody like that she probably really and just we're just i mean she really probably wouldn't have been classified as being in shape right not at she, all. she would have been overweight right definitely and so i was the same way i would have called somebody with that kind of build type thick that those were the type of people i was calling thick i'm not gonna name i'm not gonna call out no names that was pretty bold of you was it i think so but she's I not she, she's not on social media though so you can get away with it even if she was, I, I gave her a compliment. In seventh grade, I thought she was the thickest thing walking. But then we turned around and said that she was just overweight. Uh, so I mean, she, she wasn't. That's not a surprise, though. I mean, I, I'm not telling her nothing that she probably hasn't heard before, bro. I mean, she was. She was overweight. So if she would have went to the doctor, bro. She would have went to the doctor. The doctor would have told her that she was overweight, bro. I'm not saying anything. The doctor wrong. definitely would have told her that. So there you have it. 
I'm not trying to disrespect old girl. <laughs> like the doctor would have told her she was overweight, bro. Medically, she was overweight for her height and her weight. Like Renisha, you are clinically obese. There you whoa whoa whoa! You dropped the O word. That's totally different. I she just was, said overweight. She, she wasn't obese. I'm, yeah, I'm that's different. Now when you start calling people obese, you can say overweight. But when you drop the the ob the obese, bro. That's but that's there's people much. that are probably considered morbidly obese, but they still out here calling themselves thick. That's true, and they're 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 skewed. <laughs> they're, so or so, no, it could be their definition though. It could be the definition. So so hold on, we're gonna talk about them in a second. So let's keep going through this progression. So then in high school, wait wait wait, can you say what it was? What was what was thick? In your, when you first thought of it. Oh, okay. So it was Seven anybody grade. who had a big booty and they had some boobs. Oh, and, really? Boobs and, and count then, for... Well, hold on. That, again, this is my seventh, eighth grade, my middle That's school That's fair. I'm, I'm just asking. And, so and the, so yeah. boobs counted for that. Okay. Exactly. And then, like, the waist could be a little... Like, I really didn't care too much about the waist at that point because they had a big old booty and some boobs okay and so they were thick to me now for me seventh grade my seventh grade self i'll just say middle school self thick for me was thick thighs big butt that's what it was i didn't care what boobs was i didn't care about the waist at all i was just saw if the thighs were really thick and had a, a complimentary butt that was thick to me. Now, there was a girl who made me go through puberty on the first day of seventh grade um, because she was because she was what I would consider thick. And she just had, like you said, the thighs and the butt. Uh, waist was small. Boobs were not really big at all for that age. <laughs> and yeah. um, um, but she had it going on. So I did acknowledge her as being thick, too. I think anybody that had some meat on them especially on the butt the buttocks area they were thick to me yeah so thick thighs right. butt was thick boom that's it that's all i needed right all right so when did that when did the next definition come through for you i would at, say in high school was the next was the next stage and i would say it was from high school Probably all the way up until adulthood. So say age twenty one, we'll go to that. So thick okay. for me then was still ass and titties, but the waist had to be on point. Okay. Um, so the the girls who were overweight they didn't they didn't pass that test anymore and so they they, you uh your tolerance your tolerance was a little too strict for those the chicks that that had a little weight in around the waist right right now they were bad built they were out of the the running for the for being thick still could be cute girls and stuff but yeah but we're just talking thick yeah they just wouldn't be thick to me anymore yeah because there was a lot of thick girls who wasn't cute at all but you know we're just talking thick right now yeah so Thick for me, because my my meter changed in high school. My uh, my tolerance got a little stricter. All right, well, a lot stricter. Thick for me. Oh, hold on, became, hold on. One, one last thing, and I probably at that point was influenced by like porn, in like videos, 
So that was probably where I was drawing my definition of what thick was. Okay. Uh, um, I really didn't watch porn in high school. Well, later in high school, towards the end, I, I, I was. Yeah, well, for me, I'm saying not even not even then. I really wasn't. I really didn't catch porn, and if if I did catch anything, it was just like well, cinema, Skinamax. Well, my so friend, it was like it was like white folk. It well, was my, like really skinny white ladies. Well, my homie Larry, he was the porn king. Ah, uh, he he did. Yeah, okay, that was my best friend. He so. had all he had all the videos. Well, no, right. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have that. It was just the skinny. It was the skinny white ladies um, on Skinamax. We have to talk so, about that, like, like the our, our porn experience, like first experiences and stuff. Dude, this it'll be a very short conversation. My experience is very, very limited, bro. It's, it's very limited. Okay, like well, you could probably run circles around me on, on that. Well, I, I, I mean, I like I'm saying, story. like your your the first time seeing oh. that kind of thing, like that story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was gonna make a comment, but I'll save it for that show then. Okay. Um, so. so anyway, so uh, high school, high school was my uh, was was my my next change in the thick definition, and like I said, it was uh, it it became stricter. So it wasn't just thick in the thighs no more. And we're talking about so you got more strict too. I got more strict definitely, and this this um, frame of thought for what thick was lasted until about twenty some late twenties. Okay. And I pretty much still live by this same one today, but I, I'll talk about the next phase in a moment. But it became stricter, and my influence came from probably rap videos, bro. Yep. And because uh, again, I wasn't watching porn. That's what so, I said. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I start I start looking at you know rap videos, and <laughs> you know you take a you take a a video like Tip Drill that was kind of like porn. <laughs> that was some soft porn that was mm-hmm. on BET Uncut, mm-hmm. but um. Anyway, what it was was thick in the thighs, big butt, that stayed the same. Waist became very, very important. So if you had a lumpy or chunky waist, you fell out of the thick conversation. Still no boobs. Thick is from the waist down for me. And uh, and so I, I didn't care what the top half was really like. Um, but you couldn't be like overweight. Like you couldn't have like really flabby arms or anything like that. But generally, if, if if your waist is intact, then your arms are probably intact as well, for the most part. So, there might be a few people who slip through. So they had to start having, like, did they have to be, like, hourglassed? Because that's what I was considering thick. You know what? I, I wasn't even concerned with that. It was more like thick or, thighs, check, big yeah. butt, check, waist, uh, okay, it's flabby, oh, no. Oh, it's overweight. Nah, nah, that's not it. It's like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's pretty. The waist is on point. Check. That's kind of how I went. Like I didn't even look for shape for real, and would it had I, I wasn't. I didn't care about that. Thick was waist down. Period. See, it, like for me, it started kind of like the 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 well, literally from the core, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like Berkeley was a track school. You know, we went to Berkeley High. It was a track school, so track season to come around, and you get to see all the. I mean, especially as a, like a freshman, you seeing like seniors and stuff. Like these are grown women at this point to us. We ain't never seen nothing like that, and like, yeah. and so you see like the core, and then when the hips or whatever flare out, then that's like I'm like okay, she's thick, and it wasn't yep. a lot of them like that, but there were some who like had it going on. 
and uh i remember like being like okay like this one is different than than these other ones like there were some people who would probably be considered skinny thick or th- slim thick no nah, dude that's that's too many graduations that's too many look it was you were skinny you were thick or you were fat and that's just what it was for i only had is there was only three lines for me I, I don't think that i was i didn't have really anything in the middle of those okay there was so skinny just, people thick people and fat people so for the sake of conversation i'll call out one person's name by name so there was a girl named shalika in our in our class who was who i would say would fall under that skinny or that slim thick because uh, she she was slim for 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 the most part but she had a little baby hump in the back yeah dude she so she was skinny little, it, so it, it, she was a skinny girl with a big butt that's it basically i mean <laughs> it, and and so so that's slim thick i mean now but we're talking like we're talking high school slim thick didn't exist it was that uh, term for me did, it was skinny it was thick and it was fat. That so you t- take a girl like nah, you take a girl like that. I wasn't like just saying. I wasn't just saying she was skinny or thick. I was. I knew that was something different. Oh yeah, yeah. She's definitely different. Yeah, yeah. So she created her own lane because she was a skinny girl, and skinny girls don't normally have big butts. But she had one. She was a skinny girl with a big butt. She definitely didn't get to fall into the thick category though, because her thighs wasn't thick enough. Right. Her waist was small, but she needed the thighs, so she was out of there. Right. So remember, it's, for me, it was. Thighs, check, butt, check, waist. All right, she's thick. Okay. <laughs> that's what it was. Right. Why does it sound so elementary, dog? That's, that's so <laughs> because this is an elementary kind of conversation. I mean, dog, talking it, about like, girls being thick. It was like a checklist. I just had a checklist, dog, and that's the order it was. Thighs, butt, right. waist. And so then I guess we could jump to what my definition is now. And I would say my definition now is probably more like what yours was in high school. Okay. And so, like you said, ways. So, so boobs are completely taken out of the picture now for me. For me? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. So, for you now, boobs are like this. It's not even, you don't even have to have boobs to be in a thick To be considered thick to me. Okay. Uh, you do have to be um, kind of, you know decently fit in the waist I I probably allow a little bit of leeway there now like you don't have to be six packing or nothing yeah and by the way let me make that clear too when I was saying waist I, I wasn't looking like for the Janet Jackson six pack you know in her heyday I'm not, I'm not saying that that's what the waist had to be like it just couldn't be it couldn't be you couldn't have like a crazy gut right Right. You can have like a little flat when you lean over kind of thing. But for the most part, if you wear a shirt, the shirt should continue to go straight down. No humps in the shirt, basically. See, I would say even now, I probably am a lot more lenient than that then. So I wouldn't, like you said, I wouldn't I wouldn't say if, if she had like a big gut that she was thick, right? Right. Um, I wouldn't say... Let's see. She definitely doesn't have to be super fit, but she can have some meat because I mean, especially at at our age now, we're in our mid thirties, and so mostly most of the women that we're gonna run into 
are gonna going to have kids all right come on now you're still in the shine tell me what your criteria is and i can tell you what my criterion are and then we'll talk about we'll see talk i'm, I'm about trying to figure out how do you de- how do you describe that i mean so here check it I'll i'm, throw I'm, mine not, I'm out. not sure it's, it's kind of like a tweener thing but basically you still have to have um hips and an ass to be considered thick for me okay um and like you said the legs you know they they have to be the thighs have to be thick uh, or you know not skinny but oh but here's another piece of criteria you can't have like was i've seen girls with like super big booties but then like like their ankles and calves are super big too <laughs> and i feel like Duh, so you so wait 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 you said you were more leaning you're not I am more lean. Now you're adding in ankles I, I and did, calves, I did, bro. I did add in something because it. Do you add now, in two more things that they ha- like? Huh? How do you how do you lose weight in your ankles, bro? Like how do you work that out? How do you gain weight in your ankles? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Having babies, I don't know. I don't think <laughs> so. Everybody, I, I I mean, I know people who have four kids and ain't got big old ankles and legs i mean it's just i know it's just the way now that, how you knocking that, her down because of her calves bro okay she got i'm just giving calves. you my definition dude i'm not knocking anybody <laughs> you knocking them i was just saying like you can't have that and be still be considered thick for me <laughs> all right so check and so now like i said my high school criteria for what thick was lasted until about mm, late 20s 28 29 and I've become, like you said, more lenient because at our age, women are having children, right? And women don't look like what rap videos portray them as. Those, you know, the women in rap videos, they're getting a lot of, they're getting a lot of work done, mm-hmm. and they're not having kids. Some of the girls are natural. They're not having kids, and they're living. They're not being realistic with their lifestyle, right? And so I am more lenient. So for me. It is still thighs and butt, right? Uh, it used to be thighs first, but now I'm an ass kind of sore, so I look at thighs and I look at asses. It, it, it's kind of interchangeable for me. I look at both. And in uh, waist, right? Now, it used to be that the waist had to be intact. Didn't have to be a six pack, but it had to be straight down. I would allow for a little more flab around the waist. I'm a little bit more lenient about what's going on in the waist area. Mm-hmm. And so. I'm, I'm more lenient there because I understand that. Come on, man. We're adults. We're real life. People have kids. And so, but still got to have thighs, still got to have butt, and I'm a lot more lenient on the waist. They can have stretch marks. They can have stretch marks. I'm good with that. Yeah. I'm Gucci. Actually, it's almost a requirement now to make sure that these people that out here did. are actually women. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because nowadays dog you look at you look at the social media stuff and you give credit to these people like oh man she's cute and find out that she was really a he and you're not getting what you thought you were getting and so maybe strike smarts can be dog it's gonna be a time when people who get these operations are gonna actually ask to have stretch marks surgically implanted on them to make it look natural <laughs> to make them look more realistic it reminds me of the diamond bro you know why like cubics or so people don't like cubics because they're too perfect man-made diamonds that are so perfect that people don't believe them and so it's like man that thing is too crystal clear it has to have flaws it it has to have flaws in it right and so people who get these 
these uh these bodies that are being worked on eventually we're gonna get to the point where it's like yo i, I need you to make me look real you know what i'm saying i need a couple stretch i need i need you to make me look like i had two children when they get those operations that's what it's gonna start being but and you know anyway and even like the 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 instagram model look with the super tiny waist and the super big ass and the big boobs i don't even i'm not really into that to be honest oh like the super big ass yeah one more thing one more thing that i almost forgot so i i am more lenient but i did add a little bit more criteria too i realize now at an older age that proportion is important yes. so you can't have a toothpick leg toothpick thigh with a big old butt now actually now that we're talking about it i know that shalika is all natural this girl that we talk about from high school who was mm-hmm. skinny with the big butt but nowadays she might be questioned bro because she had really small legs and a you know a crazy a crazy butt no, well, it was it still proportion. It, it was still proportion. Yeah, still she, proportion. she she matched her whole body matched itself. Yeah, it did match. So anyway, that's the other criteria. As an older adult male, I realized that yo, you can't have the toothpick legs with the with the big old horse booty. Man, and, that don't and, make sense. And let me just toss this out there, like this com- this conversation we're having right now, isn't fun. Don't be offended. We're not. We're not trying to objectify women or anything we're just saying you know our taste in what we think looks good women by all means you know do your thing we're not trying to tell you that this is the way Yo, you should look man hell no nah. we ain't cleaning nothing up check this out i am women well get hold together. on well i'm talking for myself look hold on women get together and they talk about what they like in men and they talk about how they like bald men tall men they like you know Look, the stuff that they talk about. Say it, man. The stuff that that we're talking about right now. Don't shy away from it, man. They talk about. No, I'm not. I'm not shying away at all. The stuff that we're talking about right now. You got to list it, man. Most of it. Why why don't you? (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Most of it can be changed, right? If we're talking about women having a little bit of extra round of gut, they can work out and change that, right? If we're talking about women having a big butt or not. They can change that. They can get get their squat game up. They can get their Brazilian butt kicks or whatever they want to do, and they can tighten up their butt. It, it won't be outrageous like the rap videos, but that's cool because it doesn't have to be that big. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about size was considered big because that's subjective too. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. when women get together and they start talking about shit, it's like, yeah, I need a man at 6'3". Bro, I am 5'6", and I'm not growing an inch taller, bro. There's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, man, I, 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 or a girl, I need a guy that's like mm, 9, 10 inches. Like, look, what I got is what I got. There's nothing I can do to change that. So, if anything, women's conversation is a lot more harsh than what men got going on. It's a lot more harsh than what we got going on right now. But at the end of the day, we're just talking preferences. For us, that is, Which and is probably there's there's a, there's a lot of men out there that think like us too. So just know that your boyfriend or your husband or the guy that you crushing on or your man crush is it man crush Wednesday? No, it's man crush Monday. My bad. Oh my yeah. <laughs> Showing my age. Met your man crush Monday probably think the same way we do. So anyway, so, so now you, now big butts, bro. Big butts. What does big mean? Because. You, you you leave it to these Instagram models. They gotta have like a forty nine mm-hmm. or something, a forty nine inch circumference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Around around their butt to be a big butt, or does it just have to be 
a nice size for that body type like i was just gonna say that would be what i'm looking for is just does the size match the body type so a skinny so a skinny girl that a, a skinny girl that's five five can she have you know i mean a big buffer does she have to have a 49 inch butt to have a big butt no of course not right i don't think so, so yeah yeah so a big butt doesn't have to be this outrageous thing that's that you got carrying behind you that you got to lift up to sit in seats or don't don't fit in the airplane seat you ain't gotta that that's not the only definition See, of a big butt. And, and we're talking about thick but i'm not even sure if that's even really my preference at this point like of what i'm attracted to ah that's a good point i'm glad you brought that up because my wife tells me all the time you talk about girls with big butts you know because on the show uh, i've it's, it's heavily documented that i look at i'm an ass kind of sort of look at asses i like big butts and i cannot lie right i got my sir mix a lot going and she's like i don't have a big butt and so what i have to explain to her is i don't have to have a big butt myself i just like looking at them so it's not like i had to go out and get one myself i just like right. to i like to view them right <laughs> i like i'm a spectator looking at butts that's what i do so what i do find problematic sometimes and it's it's just when someone self-proclaims that they are thick and they're not so i feel like like there's skinny girls who do it and they're wrong you know yep. again they, they came up with this slim thick thing but because they gotta be in the club them, but half of them ain't even that you know like slim thick would be some kind of uh mid mid uh point it's a mid-tier and right. half of them aren't so so you got you got your premium which is the actual thick girl right and then you got you got your uh your, your mid price point premium like all right this is tj talking it's now yeah he, your premium your we're, your, we're getting your, your flagship we're getting into offensive territory so go ahead how is that we're talking preferences bro if we're talking about you like you said thick was you know was you have this idea of what thick is for you then you have the premium version of it. No, then you have the no, mid tier. That's what I have. That's what you got. I'm not calling body right. premium and mid tier. Well, you said there's the another budget, tier, the low budget I'm, version. I wasn't gonna say low budget. I was gonna say value. So you got your mid tier and you got your the value. Audi, the Audi brand. Okay. I didn't say that. I just but, said the but value that's to say, price point. But but I guess what my point is that's to say like one is better than the other. And I don't know if that's what. I guess if you, I don't know if you call Doug, it. Dog, you are trying to walk a tightrope. Look, man, if you have a preference. Hell yeah. Then one is better than the other, right? Like your preference is your preference. No, I'm not, we're not, I'm not saying it's a preference. Well, I mean. Bro, you are, you are so backwalking. No, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, <laughs> I never said that. I just, I just said that thick was not necessarily my preference. Okay. Fair. So. But I'm not about to start like putting them in classes, though. But, well, I guess because if you if you do that, that's to now say one is better than the other. So slim thick. I mean, if if that actually is a thing, that might be a lot of guys' preference. Could be. There are and a lot of guys who like who like that me, style. Yeah. I mean, 
yeah, the athletic look is definitely dope. But um, so to say, like the slim thick is not the premium. That might be premium to some people. It might you know be. I'm saying? Yeah. It might be the other way around. You know. Right, but we were talking about the the thick conversation as in, as in, wow, this is thick. As thick as the th- this is the one. This is what we thought thick was, and so okay, so go, we, okay. that's how we came up with the tiers. Okay, so let's go ahead and go with the tiers. So you said premium. You got so if if we're if we're saying that thick is the gold standard for this conversation, as in preference. Yep. Right. So thick would be premium, and then slim thick would be the mid tier, and then. Uh, skinny would be the value tier so what about the so we covered them so what about the overweight girls who are calling themselves thick well you said they didn't fit in the category so are we even talking about that (laughs) like you're saying that i said they didn't fit in the category well you were saying that there are girls who call themselves thick and they shouldn't do that and there's skinny girls that call themselves thick, and they shouldn't do that either. But we just included them, so we just included the skinny ones. So what I'm saying is, okay. Again, for this conversation, if the thick ones are the premium, all right. So the overweight girls are custom. <laughs> Those we'll call them the custom version. Or are they? They'll like, be custom. Or what? They'll be custom because there there are guys out there that that specifically go out for the bigger girls. Or they? Okay, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> Look, at the end like, of the I was gonna day, say it's like the Sam's Club, like bulk, like you know. Yo, now see, <laughs> like you get an abundance of like no, you get like a three gallon thing of peanut see, butter. This like, is why you worried that? about being problematic, bro. Come on, man, you putting names and stuff to it, like, nah, man. That 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 will will I I will consider the 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 bigger girls who don't fit into the thick category. They'll be the uh the the custom. Well, hold on, we're we're talking about the ones who it's not all big girls are running around saying that they thick. But I'm talking about I'm talking about the problematic ones that are thick in the right places. Now this is where that term came from. Was from them big girls who was out here false advertising, false flagging and saying that they were sticking all the right places getting right. a little and they ad- knew they didn't fit into the thick conversation so instead mm-hmm. of saying where they were thick at they just said thick in all the right places just to get just to get them black planet notes popping that was like the only reason why they did that hey man if it worked ain't no different from people who was rocking them contacts talking about they had hazel eyes when they didn't <laughs> they was false flagging too at least we saw them i mean we knew we knew that that hazel was looking crazy now we knew the people you that knew you knew but the people who were just searching on black planet trying to find new people like dang you see that light-skinned girl with those hazel eyes or that that light-skinned dude with that natural curly hair and them hazel eyes oh that was another one that dudes used to do was the natural curly got the natural curly hair <laughs> my homeboy cortez used to rock that all the time i was say i was i was jealous of my friend Dwayne. he had the natural curly hair <laughs> girls just love that shit right they was digging that that hawaiian silky (laughs) anyway so there there are people out there so is this happening today where women are putting themselves in the thick category that probably shouldn't belong absolutely it happens now you know what though now that we're talking about these preferences and and thick is subjective man like you had your definition i had my definition maybe they truly think that they are thick that's their definition is whatever they look like 
can they really though like that's like me or you, you. that's like that's like me or you so, saying that i have a bicep you have a bicep and either of us calling each other buff even though we so don't fall uh, any, maybe, or, maybe or that's rip. buff to me even though even though we don't fall anywhere that's bullshit we we are at that <laughs> point false advertising too no 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 because so check it. yeah i might have a big ass bicep but i still got fat around it and you might have uh, i might have a, a ripped i might have a, like a ripped uh arm that you can see the bicep but it ain't that big right because <laughs> i'm a small body frame right right but you know what though so check this out though what about remember uh like a year or two years ago that that dress that people were saying was white and gold or blue mm -hmm. and black mm -hmm. you remember that yep that was perception dog that was all based on what you saw objectively your eyes told you what it was some of these maybe these women believe that they thick on that same token there's guys walking around talking about they got the big eggplant and you ask the ladies and they don't you know what I'm saying? It's a subjective thing. Like, what's so, the difference between so, so a big we, one and a small one? So, should we be able to say that about ourselves? So, I let's got say, a, say, I got a big say D? so a guy should a guy be able to say that about themselves and say, "I have a big one because I say so." Or, they do. Guys or, do that. I'm saying, but but then they come across some some chick and they like that really isn't big. <laughs> right they might get they they might get their feelings hurt or or maybe a, not or on the other side you know um women who are going around calling themselves thick like should the people that are into the women be the ones who determines that i wasn't maybe say guys but it ain't necessarily guys it could be girls that are into girls but if you're into women shouldn't that be the person that says okay that girl's thick you you ain't thick right. <laughs> you know what that's the thing though ain't nobody holding them accountable for that but just think about this though so say that i'm a guy that's trying to go after the girl who is outside of the tolerances of being thick we'll, we'll put it that way right they're outside of those lines for being thick they're out of the boundary yep if i'm trying to get at her i'm not gonna tell her she not thick i'm not gonna rain on her parade it might not be until you're ready to like stop seeing them or break up with them. That's what it is. By the way, speaking of that, same thing with the guy though. The guy that's talking around, talking about I got the big eggplant. The chick that's trying to get with him because he's cool or because he got money or because he got the cool car because he's really smart. Whatever reason it is, she ain't going to tell him that his eggplant is more like, I don't know, think of something small. A socket. Uh, uh, or, no, no, Vienna sausage. You know what I'm saying? She ain't going to tell him that he got a Vienna sausage until she's ready to break up with him. Right. She ain't going to tell him why she's really into him. She's just going to take it. And just like, so it's the same thing with guys. They're not going to tell the big girl that, yo, you really you was thick maybe 15 years ago, but now at 40, you ain't thick no more. You're fat. See, they ain't going to say that. I'm not sure if that's true or if that has to be true. So maybe there needs to be like yelp reviews for like your exes or whatever no so, see, like that's because because hold on as i was gonna say like if a girl's going around saying they thick like i need to see your your refer i need to see your references no like see, i need to i need though. to see who who told you that because i need to see what his definition is and then because <laughs> because like I've, i had uh, like a cousin who was saying, oh, man, uh, this girl looks good. 
And I'm like, mm, I'm not really sure if I can trust you because I saw who, like the type of people you date, <laughs> and right. your definition and your standard does not quite match right. mine. So, so in this case, I need for that person to give me names and references of who has deemed you as thick. You can't just say that you thick. Right now, so the problem with the the exes having the review though. Now it's too late. They're going to start blasting on them. No, we need to the tell the truth. We going to need, no, or they might embellish the truth, right? Because they mad. Oh, what's that? What's that move, That show? Didn't, didn't I have you watch that? Was that Black Mirror or what's it called? Black Mirror, yeah. yeah. And did you watch that episode where they were rating people? Yeah. Like strangers just walk by and they say hi and they'll, they'll thumbs you up or whatever? Right, right. It has to, if we had a system like that, that would be the the true way to 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 determine this. That'd be yeah, that'd be cool. But everybody's idea of you know the thick and skinny and fat and overweight and obese. Everybody's views are uh, subjective and, and different. No, I mean if somebody's out here calling himself an ass connoisseur, I only can only believe that this man can tell me what's the proper. <laughs> you know. So what I'm saying though is is that. Let's say that you live like in it, Maine. Like Hold a, on. Let's a say that you guy, live. A boob guy can't be an ass connoisseur. He has no business rating anything. So if, that's he, true. if he's listed as a boob connoisseur, he doesn't have the authority to rate an ass. Okay, got you. But what I'm saying is, is that if Amber Rose lived in Maine and all her ratings were coming from where she was at, they'll all be calling her fat and is she, sloppy. Is she thick to you? Hell yeah. That's that's what you would call, call thick, okay? Yeah, yeah. She definitely fits the criteria. Small waist, thick thighs, big butt, and she has boobs to match. But I'm not really a boob guy. Again, like we said, I'm an ass kind of sore, not a boob kind of sore. So I have no business rating boobs, but they're they're large. So anyway, that's that. All right. So is there more to the story, or is it just us, like? talking shit it sounds like it was just some intro banter that ended up turning into a conversation but that's cool so if i threw together a moral to the story really quick is uh let me see if you think you thick but you really not thick stop it <laughs> and like that's you said that's both ends of the spectrum <laughs> right right stop saying you thick in all the right places well, you know what thick that. is. You know what thick is. So <laughs> stop it. You really know. Like if if you listen to this right now and you on the fence, you know if you are or you not. And maybe you're really close to being thick, so you just put yourself in the category. But if you're gonna do that, you gotta start getting to work though. You gotta you gotta put the uh the that syrupy soda down, all that sugary soda. You gotta put down those cookies. Stop drinking, you know what I'm saying? Stop eating all that sugar. You cut that sugar, you'll lose the five pounds you need to be thick. There you go. That's the moral right there. I'm trying mm-hmm. to help people, bro. I just, I just, I just love dope-looking chicks, so whatever that is. Yeah. Oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, no, no, no. I got a different moral real quick. I got a different moral. Look, man, people always going to try to put a label on you, all right? Smart, dumb, fat, skinny, thick, sloppy, whatever. But you know what? As long as you're comfortable with yourself, that's all that matter. Because there is somebody, I know it sounds cliche, but there is somebody for everybody. Okay? 
there is somebody for everybody so just the way you are right now there's gonna be somebody who's digging that but if you can make yourself better there's nothing wrong with self-improvement so go for it if you can but just know that you don't have to go get no surgical implanted boobs or no surgical implanted butt you don't need motor oil or none of that craziness injected into your butt you don't need to do fat transfers you don't really have to do any of that unless you want to because at the end of the day even if you look even if you're fat and morbidly obese some guy would bang that out i'm just gonna be honest with you there's some guy out there who would still bang out and that's what if that's what all, that's what it all comes down to <laughs> right you know we're, we're human we're animals our purpose for being here is repro- reproduction you know what i'm saying or or at least attempting to and if you can't reproduce it's about raising and holding you know raising some kids and raising people or family members to keep people accountable and all that good stuff right so just keep society going that's our purpose here right however you can do it (laughs) all right so so i've recently been kind of living by a new mantra over the past few weeks okay what's that um it's basically the art of shutting the fuck up okay it's kind of what i've been going by and so basically what happens is someone will be talking to me and i know they're wrong whatever they're talking about i know it's wrong and or i might have an opinion on it where I feel like it can be, be you know changed or made better or altered or whatever and instead of telling them that and extending the conversation or get making them mad or whatever I just shut the fuck up and let them say it and let them fail especially wow you know, you know, it might be a situation where I know that this isn't going to turn out good for them but the reason why I've been doing that is because I was going to ask you how you got there because these people it would be the same situation and it'd be going on for years or for the entire time that I knew them and it's like I'm not even going to waste my time saying it anymore because in the past <laughs> they they may have gotten offended when I've made a statement like that or in the past well the fact that they're constantly going through the same situation and they're never changing it you know they're dealing with a fuck boy yeah and well they constantly been fucking with this fuck boy so it's like why should i even say anything because they aren't going to change right so so i don't even waste my energy anymore doing that and so the benefit of that is I'd probably come off as a better friend. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like or a really good listener. Because it's like because the way I would ask a question is just like, oh, why do you say that? Or how does that make you feel? You know, it is never really me giving any advice or a hard opinion on a situation. Okay. So you know what? I'm glad you brought this up. So check this out. I just learned something just something simple at home and i think we can all learn from this and again i'm gonna go back to something that might sound pretty cliche 
Especially, this is especially with women. All right, I feel like with men, you can kind of go back and forth a little bit, and you can have disagreement. It's okay, but if you're if you're dealing with the uh, if you're dealing with the woman, um, and this is just in my own experience. So in in my relationships that I've had, and there's this there's this thing that goes around that says that women just want they don't want you trying to fix what they got going on. They just want you to listen to what they got going on, right? And often when my wife comes home or when my wife's at home and she's trying to uh, tell me about something that happened, whether it's something that happened at work or whatever the case may have been, I start asking her questions about basically trying to fix it, right? And it just never goes well because I think I know it all and I think, I think I'm always right or whatever the case may be. So just recently, bro, my wife was telling me about something that happened and all I did was sat there and listen. I didn't say a word. The only thing I said, only only noises I made were grunts and oohs and mm-hmmms to let her know that I didn't hang up the phone. Okay. Wow. So she's she <laughs> right. Yeah. What? Mm. Okay. And just let her know that I didn't hang up the phone. Chris Rock told us you, that. He tried to put us on to that. Who was that? Chris Rock. Yeah. Yeah, seriously, he really did. So check this out, though. So I didn't say anything. I didn't give any advice. I didn't give any input. I didn't throw in no opinion. I didn't say anything to add value to what she was doing. I just remained silent. And we somehow got off the phone. And this, by the way, this whole time is killing me inside because I really want to say what's on my mind. And I really want to have a conversation. But I know this is not the time for that. And do you so, know, hold yeah. on, do you know later on that afternoon, she called me and she was like, babe, thank you so much. That was such a great conversation we had early. I really appreciated you listen. And she basically gave me this credit for a conversation when I didn't say anything. But that's what she really wanted, though. Well, and I feel like that was the first winning. time. Yeah. I feel like that was the first time I ever won, bro. I really, really won in this relationship thing. Well, so that's definitely a, a woman thing where they can do 80% of the talking and feel like it's a great conversation. Actually, I don't even think that's a woman. I think that's just people in general. No, so so that's what I was getting at. That's, that's what I was about to get to. General. Yeah, I was about to get to 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 extend that. That's where it started for me. But to extend that, and it sounds like this is where you're going, is that people don't want to hear what you got to say anyway. They they want to they want to talk about it, and they want to tell you what happened, and they want to tell you what they did. Half the look time, what I look look what I left them on Facebook, man. You should have saw what I wrote. Yeah, and then when you don't go look at it fast enough, they're gonna read it to you. They're half like, the hold on, hold on. Yeah. Let me pull it up. Half, half the time, they're just waiting to say whatever they have to say. They're not even listening to what the fuck you got to say. They're just they're just waiting for you to stop talking so they can say what they have to say. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you're letting them do that, though. You're, you're the right one. <laughs> because so, but, but really, what's the benefit? Like, so you said that your, your wife was saying this stuff. And if you know... Like, so, even if it's just a friend, like, I have friends where this is happening. And so, I feel like it's kind of just, like I said, it's letting them fail. Like, if they're saying they're dealing with this fuck boy, and it's like, 
how much more can I tell you to leave this motherfucker alone? Like, he ain't shit. <laughs> but you keep dealing with them. And this cycle just keeps going. It's never going to get better. But they believe it is. But they've been believing this shit forever. Like, what, By the way. Like, like it, it's, it's bringing me peace, I guess. But at the same time, I feel like... You're letting your friends down. I'm I'm being a yes man almost. <laughs> yeah. And and not telling them, you know, what the truth is about their situation. You know what's interesting, Doug? Like, there are certain people who would tell other people that I know they would have certain conversations with them. Like maybe Oh yeah. Yeah. We might have a friend that might talk to my brother about certain things that they wouldn't talk to me about or they might talk to my wife that they wouldn't talk to me about or they might talk to anybody but they wouldn't talk to me about it and you know my brother might come to me like oh yeah did you hear that uh johnny you know had this going on i was like nah man he didn't even tell me about it you know why they didn't tell me about it because i'm not gonna be a yes man i'm gonna tell them like bro you was wrong what you right. did didn't make no damn sense. Right. And since they not getting the conversation that they want to hear, they don't even tell me about it anymore. And that helps both of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so a lot of the time people want to hear, like, say you got the girl that, that that's messing with the fuck boy. They really want to talk to a person that's going to agree with everything that they're saying. And so you told them so much the other side of what they really should be doing and they're not doing it and you're tired of wasting your breath that you just stop telling them anything. You're just letting them, you're just letting them vent to you at this point. Right. Unfortunately, they didn't get the message though. It seems like luckily the people that I talk to for the most part, I've told them, you know, I've tried to be objective about it and be like, yo, you know, you're really not doing this the right way. You know what I'm saying? If, if that, if, that, if, if we're really talking about it, I'm going to be honest with you. You Maybe you could have done it this way. And maybe this would have been better. And since they don't want to hear that, they don't talk to me about it. The people that you're talking to is not getting that memo, obviously. They're definitely they not. They keep bringing it to you. They're definitely <laughs> not. So, so yeah, I, I just I just stopped giving the advice. I mean, I'm an advice kind of sewer. But these people, I don't know, they, they seem to be okay with being stuck in these situations. And I mean, so do you do you feel like that's the right thing to do when it's all said and done? Man, to just I don't know just how much I hanging? can. You know, to be honest though, I don't know how much I can hear and and not be able to say what I really want to say. Right. I don't know how many times I will be able to to really do that. And see, I've and had that I've had that same situation where I had a female friend who was uh who was telling me about their fuckboy that they was messing with. They continued to mess with him. I actually begged her not to mess with him. Like, yo, please, I'm telling you, what he just said to you, he doesn't respect you, and he's never going to respect you. Please don't deal with this guy. And she went on to have a baby by him, and she continued to have problems with him, and now they're not together, right? And so it got to the point where she wasn't taking my advice, and it's like, yo, I've been telling you for three years to leave homie alone, and you still keep doing it, so... I guess my advice don't matter. I don't even know why you're asking me what to do because you're not gonna listen anyway. And I would get it. I would get it if like, if if it's not like as I'm sitting there thinking like, is that hating? And it's not because it's not like you're trying to get at her or nothing. Nah, 
you know. So, well, you hate. Well, in in a so, way, you so, hate on him, though, <laughs> because but, he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. But you you hating on it. Uh, he's a fuck boy. I don't care. So, but in and in, in, in it's my friend that we're talking about. So I'm obviously looking out for their best interest. Right. You have the loyalties <laughs> lie with the friend. I get it. Right. And so it just I don't know, man. Like you would think they would learn from it. And I hope that one day that they will eventually see the light. But I just hate that they're going to waste so much time with this shit. Or that they right, wasted so, so much time. So it seems like you got a couple options here. I'm going to go into advice connoisseur mode then. We're going to do this right here. It seems like you got a couple options. You can, one, do what you're doing and be ready to blow your brains out by listening to all this talk. And you know you don't agree with it, but you're just listening. You've been listening here, right? Right. So you can be, you can continue to be the listening ear, and that seem that makes you feel like you're a yes man sometimes, right? Okay. Yep. Um, that's one option. Option number two is you can continue to have these conversations with them and tell them that no, no, you really shouldn't, and they're not gonna ever take your advice. So you can continue wasting your breath, right? Okay. That's an option. The other option is you can actually tell them like, yo, we talk about this all the time. If you want me to just listen, I'll listen. But the advice that I give, you never take it. And I'm trying to tell you what's in your best interest, but you never use it. So it's really hard for me to sit here and listen to you go through this pain. And it really sucks. And I hate to see you go through this. If you want me to be a listening ear, I will. But to be honest, I really don't even want to talk about these conversations with you anymore because it's hard for me to listen to because I don't want to keep seeing what this guy's got going and, and how he's treating you. And you can just be honest with him like that. And hopefully you can kind of like bow out of those conversations. Mm-hmm. So it seems like those are what the options are. So I feel like there's a third option. Fourth option because I gave three. Yeah. Okay. So a fourth option. And this is kind of the option I've been kind of trying to implement here. And along with just shutting the fuck up and practicing the art of shutting the fuck up, it's I've also incorporated the art of not giving a fuck about what they're saying <laughs> anymore. So, like, so I've detached myself from this. How do you hang on? How do you hold the phone for that, bro? How are you um, holding the phone where you're detached from the conversation and you you you're shutting the fuck up and you don't give a fuck? How do you not even? You might as well just get off the phone, and be like, "Yo, uh, I think I left my iron on back home. I gotta call you back." Well, a lot of the times it's not uh, even a phone situation. But if it was a phone situation, most of my phone discussions are happening while I'm driving. Yeah. So I'm on hands free. I'm not doing anything. It's not really taking me away from anything. Okay. Um, perhaps another conversation I could be having with somebody, but that I, I really don't have that many people to talk to where I need to talk to multiple people at the same time. Yeah. So I could simply just detach, really detach my my feelings um, from the situation. And my concern so, from the situation, and it's just like I accept that this person will never take my advice, and I'm just gonna let them do their thing. I so is that the fail. best way to go about it? Like, so, so we're on the show and we're talking about we're talking about is the it situation. the best way? 
So uh, hold on, hold on. We're talking about the situation. So are you advising people that this is an option that they can take? Yeah, I'm saying that's an option. Is okay. it the best option? I can't say that, but it's okay. an option. It's a very passive option. Right. Okay. The assertive option would be telling them, you know, like, look, we talk about this. You're not going, you know, you're not listening to me. What do you want to do? Because I feel like this has been kind of a waste of time. So <laughs> that would be the assertive. I mean, that's that's the assertive well, thing to well, do. Well, I, I kind of said that, but just in nicer words. Like, you're saying it's kind of a waste of time. Like, you could throw some kinder, gentler words. Like, look, man, I don't want to see you go through this. And it's hard for me to listen to this anymore. So I would appreciate if, if you didn't have these conversations with me because it's hard for me to listen to and you don't take my advice and I just want to see you happy and this see, person ain't making that's too happy. many words. All you have to say is, look, I'm sick of this shit. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> and they'll get the same picture. I mean, they're going to get offended and mad either way you put it. So you might as well just cut to, straight to the chase. No, man. Save, you, you save yourself from words. And the way I put it, you can't get offended. If you get offended, like, look, they will you, definitely you sound like you're upset. This type but, of person, though, but that's that's a that's a logical, reasonable person. The type of person that's gonna that's okay with being stuck in a situation where they've been, you know, telling you about this situation for months or maybe years. That person is going to be offended. They're not logical. Okay, that's what that's I true. You know. So, with that being said, is there a moral to this story? Um, I feel like I'm kind of doing the right thing <laughs> by by detaching myself from it. Okay, I'm being a good friend. I'm listening. I'm still participating in the conversations. It it, it helps pass time a lot of the time. You know, so I'm still an active participant. I'm listening. I'm fully knowledgeable about this situation. But I'm just not going to um I'm not going to put that You ain't gonna subscribe to the bullshit. Right. right. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit there and really dedicate any feelings into it and think like I can tell them something to help them because that they're past that point. Alright, so if I had a moral to this story, I would be borrowing from the great OG Robert Greene law number 10 of his 48 laws of power infection avoid the unhappy and unlucky all right so you got those people who are constantly unhappy about something first of all look we got 48 laws of power that we did we did the power cast you need to go check it out it is on itunes and soundcloud sorry for the shameless plug sorry not sorry um but listen to law number 10 because it's important there are people who are just going to be unhappy all the time and those people you kind of got to back away from them because they'll start bringing their problems to you and leaving them with you so the moral to the story is infection avoid the unhappy and unlucky they're kind of entertaining sometimes though to see like to hear like the fuckery that they're going through no by the time by the time you get to this point like where you are you've heard all you need to hear like there's nothing else that you can hear that's even spectacular anymore because you've been that's around it so long that's not true they can no, definitely, they could definitely provide more stories and like has as they get deeper and keep dealing with the stupid shit 
it's it it can definitely still be entertaining. It's like I can't believe you just did that. Like what? You pregnant again, Bob? Or whatever no, it but, might be. You know, like, but it's it's always again though. It's like it's nothing new. It's just it's 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 the same shit, different toilet. It's this the same words. But if it's like a job. like a much bigger impressive shit, I mean, hey. <laughs> well, no, nah, dude, spare me. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Now, Jaren, do you feel appreciated, bro? That's what I really want to know. Do you feel appreciated? By anywhere you feel appreciated at home you feel appreciated at work do you feel appreciated has anybody shown you that they appreciate who you are or what you do um sometimes i feel appreciated i I don't think i don't think there's a such thing as appreciating somebody too much so i feel like somebody probably could be appreciating me a little more (laughs) (laughs) that's what's up what what about at work? Like, like compliments, have you been the same thing as compliments. Like, you can't you can't compliment too much somebody too much. No, that's not true. I just told you true. last week's show. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, that is, I, I mean, told that's not you. True, yeah, yeah. I was say, I told you last week's show where I got over complimented, dog, and I felt uncomfortable. And those older ladies, they were like, "Man, I still I still be thinking about that." You like, know what? Man. But that's we're, we're gonna get to what you were saying. But I feel like that's. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were saying about how they are sick of guys trying to holler at them, you know, just on the street and stuff. And I said, that's some shit a woman, that's only like a perspective like a woman would have because men don't get compliments like that. They don't get hundreds of women trying to holler at them every week. So, yeah, like the whole thing (laughs) of saying... Like, I get complimented too much or too many guys are trying to holler at me. Yeah, that's coming from somebody that's getting all kinds of hollers. Men don't really get that. And by the way, and by the way, that's coming from somebody who loves that shit, okay? They love that. They love the fact that they that they are enough of a looker or enough of a body type to have people trying to get at them. That's a That's a first world good freaking problem to have oh, yeah, is people trying to talk to you and they love that attention they need to stop fronting yeah that's what you need to tell them yeah but so as far as being appreciated um i got a little i had a little active appreciation recently um so last week i talked about how shitty my job was and my boss was for uh being microaggressive towards me right yeah your player hating boss yeah <laughs> so um, they had like a little contest where if you did so many uh, of these <laughs> types of requests. Wait, talk about, talk about, talk about, talk about. Black people got that so bad, bro. <laughs> why little, do we try to? Why little. do we try to demean everything with little, bro? That is so because funny. it was little. I mean, I'm about to get to where <laughs> what made it little. They had this little contest or whatever. It's a little contest. <laughs> And basically, if you That's if you funny. whoever had the most requests done by the in the month of October, they got a ten dollar gift card. Okay. That's a little contest, right? Bro, it's, it's still a con. It's it's a contest. Like, why are you trying to like? It's a little contest because they never little. do anything. So they finally did something little. And well, also hey. because like I know like other departments have much larger payouts and stuff. 
and I guess because my department doesn't pay doesn't like make money for the company so our budget is much smaller but yeah you guys are overhead right so okay. um so anyway ten dollars and guess who won yours truly what I had the most requests I set out to get the most requests worked hard all month and I did yeah I got the ten dollars you, you achieved that goal that's what's up and you know what so what what was it to is it Target what did you say it was to uh, it was just to a grocery store oh the grocery store yeah so I bought breakfast uh, with it for the most part or was it lunch yeah I bought breakfast for it with it that's what's up and so I was really happy <laughs> and I think I was I was think I was much more happy than I really should have been maybe because I knew it was ten dollars from the beginning but I was like you know what that's gonna be my damn ten dollars and and that's what I set out for and so I think I might have been super happy because I worked hard but it's also nice just to be appreciated a little bit because in corporate world they really don't give you anything for doing well that no, often. they really don't give a fuck. Just it's, say it the way. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't call you into the office to be like, hey, Jaron, you did a great job this week. We just want to let you know your numbers were perfect and you did everything perfectly. You were the perfect employee. No, they only call you in when you were five minutes late or if your numbers weren't wasn't uh, making it to whatever you know expectation is supposed to be. That's the only time they call you in is when it's time to get fired. So... Gotcha. So it was nice to to get some kind of recognition, and not All just right. like a a piece of paper saying thank you for you know customer service appreciation. They actually put their money where their mouth is. Right. right, right. So at our company, I, I have to say that there there are spectrums. I'd imagine that Google was one of those. that's like at the top of the spectrum where people are like super appreciated and right. they get a bunch of free shit and yep. they're you you want to live at their campus because their campus is much cooler than your little apartment that you got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh, that would be the top of the spectrum, and then somewhere in that spectrum would be your company where you feel like they ain't trying to call you in and tell you nothing good. They only trying to tell you when you're doing something wrong. I say my company would be like in the middle of that where our HR actively tries to make sure that people that manage show appreciation to the rest of the workforce. And so we have these awards. We had these little awards or whatever that uh, that you can give out these little twenty dollar gift cards. They actually have like a uh, a leveling system depending on what level of achievement that you did or great greatness that you achieved uh they have different levels of gift cards i think up to 500 dollars gift card or whatever or 500 dollars cash reward too so i've seen a couple of those given out okay and cool thing is is that they try to empower the people like i can nominate you for a spot for this on the spot award like if you did something good or you helped me with my project i can uh nominate you write something up and then you can get a gift card or whatever so um that's pretty that's pretty cool and it's interesting you brought that up i was just thinking about how important it is to show people that they are appreciated man because if you go out you know i was thinking about just working for companies in general you bust your ass your entire life like let's say you're you're a corporate person right you bust your ass your entire life for somebody else's vision for their company to do well and although you might be doing a good thing 
right although you might be doing a good thing for society or or for telecommunications or whether it's or whether it's uh for for um medical reasons you might be a doc you know you might work for a hospital whatever the case may be you're doing something for the greater good of the people but it's still somebody else's vision man it's still somebody else's vision and you're going and breaking your back and you're making these companies millions of dollars like wherever you work at jaren i'm pretty sure your function you say your function doesn't make money but they need your function and you're making that company thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars and they're paying you a 64th of that you know what i'm saying right or right. not even that they're, they're paying you 100 you know you know one i don't know they're paying you a very small <laughs> like yeah 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 they're paying you a very 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 small amount and, and i'm feeling that the same way so the least these companies can do is to show you a little bit of appreciation some of the damn time that's the least they can do and and for me i remember suggesting to my to my i suggested this actually to them and they didn't do it and i suggested this like a couple of years ago and they didn't take on the idea i had even said like because in my when i first started with the company i was a sales agent and they would hand out balloons for you know getting sales and for me that was enough like it's not like i loved balloons but just something to say hey you did it here's a balloon just anything i feel like just to show that you're you're appreciated is is helpful and i had a one coworker who would when i would say that when i brought that up in a meeting she was like well you know they show you appreciated by you because you have a job like that's not really showing a person that you're they're they're appreciated by because they you know wrote you a check in the end yeah that's a that's that's lame because by the way they're not giving you a check for you just sitting there yeah you're trading your time which you don't get back you're trading that it's a barter for money right Right. so you're saying i'm gonna give you eight hours a day nine hours a day five times a week and you're gonna give me money for that and a lot of times a lot of people i think we just talked about this on a podcast a few shows ago that people are get there are people out there getting paid seven dollars for one hour of their time that's so disproportionate bro that's that's disgusting Uh, that somebody would be willing to pay somebody seven dollars for one hour at a time i don't care what they're doing bro. i don't Seven dollars that because no because if depending on what they're doing i feel like that's fair but yeah i okay it was a little much to say i don't care what they're doing that was a little much i so saw i retract that i don't care what they're doing but to say that oh man you should be appreciative they that you still got a job well you know what they hired me because they thought i was qualified and as long as i didn't do anything to get fired they should be paying me like that's what the barter is i give them time they give me i give them time i do the work that they ask me to do and they give me money but so yeah, that's like, not showing appreciation let's say you have somebody you, you know you you have a roofing company and the people are you know uh you know you got people working under you you pay them but it would be nice sometimes to like hey guys got you some ice cream today yeah for sure you know they would definitely appreciate that they would you know rally around you when you're asking them to you know pick up the pace you know because we got to hurry up and get this done or whatever it might be you know it's still 
you know you're still you know making deposits into that bank of of favors or whatever but now you know what now on that same token though so that's coming from a person that that you say at the job they don't do a very good job of appreciating on the flip side of that i just told you that i work at a job that they do do a little bit of appreciation right and there's some people who are so used to that small token of appreciation uh, that that they like they start wanting more like oh are you gonna like we just saved y'all 1.5 million dollars and you gonna throw me an ice cream social i don't want no damn ice cream <laughs> you know what i'm saying like I just saved you a million dollars, bro. You could have cut me something better than some ice cream. You could have threw me a party at Dave and Buster's or something. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You, you know what I'm saying? It's, well, you, you've complained about that before, right? I <laughs> complained about the ice cream social. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that exact thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely I definitely complained about the ice cream social. At the end of the day, I appreciate that they appreciate it. But at some point, like say you're the, you're working at the roofing company, okay? You're a pretty high-end roofing company. There's not a lot of overhead. It's the owner of the company. You work for that guy, and he's getting, I don't know, $100,000 checks, right? And you bust your butt to help him get this account done, and you guys get it done a month early, and they give him a $10,000 bonus. So now he's got $110,000, and he's paying you your $10 an hour. Because that's what he claims that he can afford. And then he gives you ice cream. you like, bro, we busted our butts weekends and all you give me is ice cream. Like, give me a $100 gift certificate to Home Depot or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it and has to be 100 but No, no, no. I'm just I'm just saying something yeah. more. I, that was just off the top of the head. Not that it has to be $100. That's a lot. Uh, really, it's not. You got five guys. You made $10,000. You, you give each one of them $100. That's 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 not a lot, bro. I think what, what I th- are we talking? I uh, think it kind of is. We're I talking mean, like that's one that's 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 a half a percent of what you made. Because <laughs> I mean, well, but he also had to, you know, you're talking about a high end roofing company, so now he had to hire or five percent, my bad, five percent. That'd have been five percent. He had to hire. He had to get like cranes and shit and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, what is, I'm not about we're not about to get to the business talk, but but what I'm saying is, I mean, for those same people, a pizza party. I don't know, buying them lunch I think is is just as fun. Just fine too. I don't know, but I'm coming from a place where I'm not appreciated at all. Yeah. So, so I guess there's le- there there are levels to it. But at the end of the day, people need to appreciate people more, not even just at work. I mean, just little stuff like opening the damn door, bro. If I open the door for you, the you didn't have to go through that trouble of exerting that energy to open that door. I sat there and waited on you to walk your slow ass through the <laughs> through the doorway and uh you don't say nothing like you need to appreciate it a little bit more. Yeah. You could appreciate. You could do better at appreciating it a little bit more. So, people need to appreciate more. If if we're talking about morals to the story. That's my You know what? Let's just go ahead and do morals to every dog on topic here. The moral <laughs> to the story is is you need to get out there and appreciate people more so they'll be more willing to do things for you. Appreciate and if your you people, more appreci- man. Yeah, appreciate your people, appreciate your friends, appreciate your family, appreciate the stranger that opened the door for you. 
Because that, that also sets up that good karma too, man. And more good things will come to you if you just showed a little bit more appreciation. That dude lets you inside that uh, that lane that you're trying to get over because you cut over four lanes because you, you know what I'm saying, you wasn't paying attention to where the hell you was going and they let you cut in. Dog, throw your arm out the window. Roll down your window throw your arm up. Tell them thank you. Show them a little appreciation. That's the moral for me. What you got? Um, I would say, yeah, I mean... And I've been saying this the whole the whole time. It doesn't necessarily have to be huge, but for some people, a, a, just a little token of appreciation goes a long way. It does. So it does. So I say, just do something for the people, man. I'm good with that. That's a good moral. So check it. My wife went to go wash the car. All right. She likes to, she's an early morning warrior. She likes to wake up before everybody. And that's when she does stuff around the house, like straightening up, cleaning up, all that good stuff. And she decided to go wash the car. So while she's washing the car, woman walked up to her, black lady, walked up to her, and not that that matters, but woman walked up to her and was like, uh, can I, I need a jump for my car. I'm at the gas station across the street and we need a jump. So immediately my wife gets into to defense mode because she was there doing her thing at the car wash by herself and now these people are approaching her and it just seems awkward it's weird these people right. claim that they need help right and so she's like uh okay now my wife had the jumper cables in the in her vehicle but she ain't just gonna trot over there and just start helping her right off the bat she's like all right uh, I'll I'll be over in a little bit. I got I gotta go back to my house and I gotta go pick up the jumper cable. Yada yada yada. So she gets in the car and drives off. So she exits the situation, right? And so she gets home, and I'm asleep because it's super early in the morning. And she was like, uh, "So I got these jumper cables. I was gonna help somebody give them a jump. How you know? She was just verifying how she goes about doing it. Do I when do, when do I put the black one on? When do I put the red one on?" And so I start explaining, and I'm like, who are you about to give a jump this early in the morning? It's like, yeah, somebody needs some help. It's like, mm, probably be best if I went with you. And so I get up, throw some clothes on, hop in the car, and... So hold on. So she was already... She she had came back home? Yeah, she came back home. Gas station was pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So she came back home. And so I get in, like I said, jumper, jumper cables in the car. But instead of going there by herself, she came back and was talking to me about it. And now that I think about it, that was probably her way. <laughs> There's always a way that you can do it. Like she could have came home and was like, hey, wake up. We got to go get somebody a jump. And I'm like, what? Why are you waking me up? for? I ain't going nowhere to get nobody no jump. Hell no. Nah, neither are you. Right. But instead, she came in. Now, so now that I'm thinking this out. She was asking me questions about how to give a jump. And I'm like, I'm not letting you go to give nobody no jump by yourself. I, I'm, here I come. I'll, I'll help you. So maybe that was her way of getting me to get up without making me do it. I like volunteered myself after she asked me a few questions. Or she could have always just asked like, hey, uh, there are these people up at the gas station who needed a jump. Can you come with me? <coughs> like, why couldn't she just say that? Or could have been that, but I'm not judging that because th that's not even that ain't what the story is about. So we get we we pull up to the gas station. 
like I said, it's pretty close to the house. Uh, we get up to the gas station, and there's these two ladies that are sitting there. And so I start pulling out the jumper cables and whatnot. And so one of the ladies is quiet, and they got like a old Dodge Durango. One of the ladies is quiet, and the other one is very talkative. I used to want and one of those very badly, by the way. A Durango? Yeah, like the 97, 98. Yeah. Like when they first came out, I used to want one really bad. Thought they were dope trucks <laughs> so the one is really talkative and the other one is pretty quiet and i'm helping them we're getting the jump car starts up now i'm listening to this girl talk and she asks where we were from because she ain't seen a lot of black people around this area it's like oh well yeah we stay around we stay pretty close where are you from and she goes somewhere like minnesota or montana or somewhere she says someplace that's super far away okay it's like oh okay that's cool but then when she starts talking oh she says and her cousin the other girl that's not talking at all it's like oh yeah my cousin lives around here she lives in like newport beach la area which is odd because those two areas are about 40 minutes apart they were like 35 miles away <laughs> from each other so she couldn't live in both but whatever and so I'm listening to the story and then this girl goes on to start talking about how her job, you know, she's tired of her job and she's thinking about leaving because she needs to go back home. And we're like, back home? I thought that you said that you were out here visiting. And it, her story was really, really erratic. It was really, really erratic story. Were but they hot? It, uh, after, you know, after looking at the girl, the girl looked like she could have been doing some type of drug. I don't know. Because her eyes, her eyes were really red. But I wasn't judging it. It was early in the morning. I wasn't judging it at the time. Really? I'm, I'm always making judging sure. it. Huh? I said, really? I'm always judging it. Yeah, I, I wasn't judging it at the time because we're right. We're out in the open. I am open in my surroundings. We're in the middle of the gas station. It's daylight outside. I feel, I feel comfortable. And I'm just listening to this girl's story. And I'm trying to help them as fast as I can so we can get out of here. And uh, but her, st I'm, but I'm listening to her story and noticing how erratic it is. And so after I get the car started, the girls start calling to this guy that I didn't even know was in the picture, and he's across the street, supposedly looking for people to help give them a jump at the Walgreens across the street. And so, anyway. We've already given them the jump. The car is running. They say their thank yous. We say no problem. Homie comes up and he's like, yeah, so what is it? Is, is, is my battery? Is it my battery? So I started talking to him about how their alternator works and how their battery works and it's probably going to go out again and ways that they can check it and all that. And he's like, yeah, thank you. And they get in the car and they drive off. And it came out to be a story where we were able to help them. There was nothing that went wrong. But at the, what I wanted to talk about is people need to be aware and be careful when they go to help people because it's not always what it seems. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just really thankful that my wife knew enough not to go and just start helping those people or trying to help those people because it could have been a really, really bad situation, especially she only saw one woman. She didn't know that it was two. She didn't know that there was a guy involved and I thought it was important to talk about that for the listeners because just because people look like they need help, you might think that everything's all innocent, but you still have to watch yourself. See, I don't, 
like i mean i've recently had an issue where i had like a flat tire and i was able to limp to the gas station to change it and if i would have had an issue like actually on the highway or on the street or whatever i would have hoped there would have been somebody who like if i needed like help with it or whatever i wish i would you know i would hope that somebody would stop for me but i probably wouldn't have helped them people <laughs> right like so you talk you talking about you talking about people on the side of the road on the highway you talking about these people that need these people in particular um or even people just on the side of the highway unless they were like unless we're on some kind of you know very uh lightly traveled place and they were like waving me down and if they were hot i would stop but if it's just like some guy like nah bro you gotta change your own tire <laughs> right right so but these people I would do, these people i wouldn't have helped them you wouldn't um, help them it, it was too early like what wait a minute so what she was like was your wife coming from from work or something or no 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 she was at the car wash i told her she she's she's early she's an early bird oh. and she wanted to go wash the car gotcha. and so it was around six or something in the morning you know we just had daylight savings time so it was like the crack i don't i don't crack like that though man i don't like people approaching me like it, it puts me on edge right you mm-hmm. know like i'm sitting there pumping gas and a guy just like that happened where a guy just popped up out of nowhere and was like hey man can you uh help me uh can i get you know some money to get some gas in the car and just that just that pop-up an initial pop-up it kind of bothers me because then i don't know what they're gonna do if i go in my month in my pocket for some money which i never do but i don't know man i just i just i just don't like people approaching me like that and that's fair that's fair i was gonna say so we were talking about people on the side of the road lightly traveled roads we were talking about people that's in a gas station what helps with with my ultimate decisions for helping people is first how safe can this be for me right right and so when i lived in north carolina i wasn't stopping for nobody because normally off to the side of the road like off on the side of the road were woods and i'm really eerie about the woods like i don't know who's hiding back there who's gonna run up or who i don't know what's going on so i wouldn't help nobody on the side of the road like that in 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 the daytime in the open at a gas station if somebody needed help i would help in the open in the street some lady is stopped and she's got a kid in a car and she needs to push her car because she ran out of gas or her car broke i would stop and help that person i would get out and help and push but like we were talking about lightly traveled roads if civilization is far on you know one end or the other end of the spectrum like if i can't see the exit and people can't see me and there are not a lot of cars i ain't stopping bro i am sorry i, I would hope somebody stops for me that's because i ain't trying to kill nobody <laughs> but and you know that. i'm really not stopping right i'm not stopping for those but i guess it's, as far as the lightly traveled thing i guess that's not necessarily because like a person could be stopped over here like on king's highway or something which is a very heavily traveled road and i mean they're in a they're in, in an equally dangerous place yeah so <laughs> that's true so you could be it'll be in their life, best life, interest to get the hell out of there quick huh? it'll be in their best interest to to try to hurry up and either find some help 
or go walk and get them an Uber to get get some reinforcements right. and come back. And I remember there was a time where my father uh, helped. This, there was this lady, she was walking. I feel like she, I can't remember if she just had the kid in her arms or she had like a, uh, <clears throat> if she had a, uh, like a stroller. But I remember him stopping and helping the lady on the side of the road. And like and that's picked, another picked thing her too. up and took her to wherever she needed to go. Oh wow, that's bold. I don't know if I put anybody in my car. But that's another thing too is that there was a one thing that was going on in North Carolina where these women w- or th- this this crew of crooks, these criminals, the woman would act like she was in distress and get some help, and they were they were robbing people, and so can't even just trust the damsel in distress anymore. Oh, you know and that's some saying? old stuff right there. That they've been doing that since like when they were like stagecoaches and shit. <laughs> true, true. That's 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 definitely very from that's definitely very old school. That's from the old school trick book. But uh what I was gonna say about helping people is that number one, again, your safety must be most important. And if it's just me by myself, it's likely that I wouldn't stop either. So lightly traveled roads, I'm not messing with it. If it's not super bright, not thoroughly traveled, not very out in the open, I'm not dealing with it. And if I'm by myself, I'm probably not stopping. Sorry. You can and find somebody who has a car full of people. And the other thing that I, I consider, well, like, yeah, especially if I had like my, my kids and shit with me, but it's also what their request is. So there was a guy who was like, uh, he came at me at Walgreens. And was like, hey, um, you know, could you could you help me get some diapers for this kid? He had a he had a little baby with him, so the baby was legit there, and the baby smelled like shit. So it seemed like a legit enough request to me. Yep. And I was in Big Bad Ferguson, which ain't really that bad to me, but you know, I know the rest of the world. The mean streets of Ferguson. I know to the rest of the world is is horrible, but this guy approached me in Ferguson. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know what? I got it. And I went and bought him some diapers. And then, <clears throat> I think it's probably like hot or something. And he asked me for a ride, too. So he kind of started asking for all kinds of shit, you know. Like, I already, <laughs> I already, asked, I already got, got you the diapers. But now you need a Bro, ride. Bro, these diapers were like $22. $20 now. fucking dollars. I had my own baby <laughs> at the time. So I guess that's part of the reason why I did it, because it was like, okay, I mean, if I was in that situation and I got a kid, I would hope somebody would help me. So it's he like, wanted well, me damn, to. Damn, he bought me some twenty-two dollar diapers. I'm sure he'll spend three dollars and take me down the road. So he wanted me to take him home, which I ended up doing that too. Baby, smelling like shit the whole time, and uh, but you know, it was because of the request. The only thing I feel I regret about that is I let him get the um, the diapers and I didn't take the receipt. Gotcha. Because you know, he might be able to take them, take them back. Right. Right. And go get the cash. Yeah. And uh, and what else was it? Uh, there was another time like somebody somebody might ask for gas. That happens all the time around here. And like they're at the gas station trying to hustle up some gas. And, you know, just depending on the person or how I'm feeling at the at that moment, I might help that person. 
like especially like, like the easiest way for me to do it is if they got kids That's, oh, like, okay they got a kid they with them on the heartstrings yeah they got a kid with them i'm helping and um, they know that too right they know that it was this chick standing outside the bank the other day uh actually last, last saturday standing outside the bank with a sign with her kid and as i'm walking into the bank i'm thinking like okay y'all if y'all homeless like how is this kid getting along so i'm like i kind of like when i walked in i kind of size up like the shoes that they were wearing the clothes that they were and how they were looking because i don't want to be in no 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 racket where they're scamming me right like i can use my i can use my money on something else instead of giving it to you for you to rack it up you know what i'm saying you making sixty thousand dollars a year for asking people for money i don't want to contribute to that but uh it, it just it did make me question it but ultimately i gave the lady five bucks and i think it was because it was i think the kid factor damn it they got me with the kid bro and also if 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 it depends on again like there's been a guy who approached me at the gas station asking for gas and it seemed kind of legit the way he asked it was like just anything you know the way he said it like he didn't say hey can i get five dollars you know he was just like anything helps kind of thing he you probably, know what though? He said he probably he probably said something like, "Hey brother," he wasn't like, "Hey my nigga" or "Hey big man," "Hey big bro," and, <laughs> you know, it wasn't no stupid shit like that. He, he hey boss, he came he, he came got- in a respectful kind of way, and so the key to that though is I always go in and just pay for the gas. Right, put the five dollars on the pump. Right. So if they want to drink something, they are gonna have to drink that damn gas out the right. out the pump. Right. <laughs> you trying to get you a drink like you ain't gonna better do that but you know what though now that i think about that i was trying to think about how would i ask for let's say if i ran out of gas what would i do i would just be super real with the person be like look man i'm in a bad situation i ran out of gas can you help me get some gas man you know what i'm saying i think that that would be the most effective approach but now that i think about it if you have a whole spiel about how you need help and you got a whole story and all that that sounds rehearsed and now i'm feeling hustled you yeah. know what i'm saying so so that's how you say i would say i think i would come with the excuse me sir um i left my wallet at home i'm about i, I just ran out of gas i you know i just made it in here about to run out of gas could you can i get like two dollars <laughs> to get gas you know so, so i can get you know up the street something like that's that's probably how i would word it i don't know if that sounds too rehearsed but the how much is gas where you at 249 249 you ain't even get a gallon with that i I guess the asking for two dollars is kind of like being prescriptive with the with the amount is kind of weird because I mean, asking for two dollars, you ain't even gonna get a gallon. I guess a gallon, depending on what car you got, can get you twenty miles. So maybe that's enough to get yeah. you home. Yeah. So maybe that's realistic. Would so in that case, you would take the two dollars worth of gas and you get yourself home with, or are you still asking people from you still asking other people to contribute? Are no, you standing I, around I, I and would, get ten dollars. I mean, just to just to get home. That's all I'm trying to do. Okay, so that two dollars would be good enough for you to you know. Put a look, get get the uh, get the tank a couple fumes so you. But can see, get I feel like I, I see. I feel like I got to go above and beyond a little bit though. Like I need to tell them like, hey, I'm like a regular person. 
you know, I don't do this shit all the time. Here's here I am on Instagram. Here's my Instagram. Now you talking too much, bro. Now you talking. No, nah, because I'm kind of embarrassed that I'm asking people because <laughs> I'm kind of embarrassed that I'm asking people for money. Like they just gonna be like, yeah, look at this guy. But I guess if you're dressed nice, you know, you're, you're on your way to work or you That's just came the from work. Too. You know, That's the difference too. That looks legit now. Yeah, yeah. You know, like if, you, if, you you have nice shoes on or whatever. It's not like you're trying to have a disguise on. Yeah, that that sounds more legitimate. You that might even point that out. Like, like I mean, I'm not. And and I don't think you have to. I think people are scoping that already. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, look, man. And that's why that's why I was saying I probably wouldn't ask for a sp- specific amount. It'd be like, look, man, I left my wallet at home. I don't have any gas. Is there anything you can help me with? I'm just trying to get gas so I can get to the house, man. And just leave it at that. And they'll see that, okay, this guy has, you know, a Honda Civic that looks like it's a 2010. He can't be doing this every day and scamming. It wouldn't make it. That doesn't make sense. You right. know what I'm saying? And so they, they might they might even throw you $5. Just like, man, let me get this dude $5 to help him get home because it's not that big of a deal. Because it could be them one day versus dirty, tattered clothes like, hey, big man, you know, I, right. I just need like a dollar fifty. <laughs> I need a dollar fifty so I can get it. It's like, fool, gas is three thirty nine. What you? What is a dollar fifty? Even if you have your nicer car, I mean, that still makes you look a little more legit. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah you got a nice car. It's not like, you know, you're just like, hey, I, I, I just need a little help. So... So, what's the moral to this story? The jumpstart story. What What is the moral? To that specifically? Well, man. no, or to helping people. To helping people in general. It's, it's not even about that story specifically. Do, go, the bigger picture is helping people. Go through these phases. Make sure that it's safe. I mean, that's the most important thing. You know, make sure you're in a safe situation before you even engage the person. And then... You know, then you can start trying to say, you know, think to yourself, does it seem legit? And at that point, you can make your decision if you're going to help or not. Yeah, man. Moral to the story, safety first. Just make sure it's safe. There's a lot of scammers out there. And there's a lot of criminals out there. Carjackers, yeah. And you got to be careful and you got to be safe first. So whatever whatever that means, whether it's having multiple people in a car, whether it's you having your piece with you, you know what I'm saying, in, in the back of your pants just in case you need to pull out on them, or whether that means just being in broad daylight and being in a very open place, whatever that is, be as safe as you can, and uh, your safety is more important than trying to go and help somebody in that moment somebody but, else who feels safer than you will eventually help and my bad or who's know, more naive than you and, and safer my, or naive. my bad i know we did the moral of the story and that should be the end of it but i just wanted to add in another little situation that i ran into that i didn't like i was at a quick trip or in the gas station i don't know if y'all got them out there but i was at quick trip and the car next to me this this little skinny lady walks up looks like she's probably a meth head or something She's asking for money for gas. And I look up over at her car and in the passenger side is a guy sitting in the passenger side. <laughs> right. And he looked like he could be like a pimp or something or maybe perhaps even just another meth head, you know, looking to score. So I told them no. It's like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. You got to scope it all out, man. 
I'm saving my money to go buy another cigar. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is that your story good? That's, that's good. You got man. Any more I, stories? I, that's it. I mean, there's there's plenty of stories where I told people no and told people yes and got burned. I mean, I right. can go well, on. We ain't on. getting into those. We yeah. we gonna keep it rapping. We gonna keep it rolling. Keep it rocking. You could be listening to anyone in the world right now. However, you listening to us. And we definitely appreciate that. Jan and I, we are the Corporate Streets. We have another podcast. It's called The Powercast. And in The Powercast, we read the book, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. You need to go check that out if you haven't already. And you need to go check out our Powercast because we went over each and every law, all 48 of the laws. And we gave our own examples. And we came from our own perspective. And we just discussed the book. It was pretty dope. So whether you're corporate or whether whether you're street you need to go check out that book and the power cast because it's that thing man it, it gives you that power it helps you gain attain acquire maintain power so 2017 take control of your life go check that out if you want to contact us via email you can hit us up at the corporate streets at gmail.com that's the corporate streets with a Z at gmail.com. You need help handling the situation. Go ahead and drop us that line because we are the advice connoisseurs. <laughs> if you want to get at us on Twitter, you can hit us up on at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who wish they had more money to throw their child a lavish fifth birthday party, but they were broke because they just purchased that hot new iPhone X. Peace. Son, if your birthday was on the 2nd, we could have had a bash. But since your birthday was on the 7th, that's four days too late. iPhone dropped on the 3rd. I'm broke. <laughs> and I don't I don't even get the iPhone thing. Didn't they just have the 8 come out? Yeah, they did. Why is there two iPhones? I don't, I don't know what's happening with these. Hey, man, you just got to go check it. They're different, man. They're different. <laughs> All right, man, we out. All right.